Welcome to day 253 of Shaped by the Word, season three. We're making our way through the prophets, and we have entered into one of the strangest prophets in the entire Bible, if not the strangest book of the entire Bible, Ezekiel. And uh, we saw, um, you know, the start of last week as we got into the book, uh, we saw Ezekiel's 30th birthday. He's in exile. He's not having fun. It's not a happy birthday. Uh, he's at the Kabar River, just kind of lamenting. He's supposed to become a priest. Kind of all of his plans for his life have essentially disappeared. This is not what he wanted. And yet the presence of the Lord shows up and the Lord calls him into ministry and calls him, as we saw at the end of last week, to be a watchman uh, for the people of Israel. But as we kind of move to chapter four, this is Ezekiel's kind of first year of ministry. And uh, it's a very weird first mm-hmm. year of ministry. He's going to enter into what some people call the theater of the doomed. Uh, strange title, but we're going to see uh, this series of events where Ezekiel kind of in a sense, kind of becomes this kind of one man play out kind of in, in the public in front of the people. As he has a series of, of really bizarre things. Um, and, and yet what we see what he's doing is kind of like charades where he's not using words, but he's using his body and his facial expressions and a lot of nonverbal things to actually communicate to the people what the Lord's trying to communicate. So they need to be attentive and, and pay attention and, and watch and try to learn, but obviously they don't. <laughs> and so uh, in, in today's episode, we're going to see Ezekiel uh, do a number of weird things. He's going to lie on his side for well over a year. And then when that's good, he's going to switch over to his other side for 40 days and He's going to be tied up. He's going to eat food that's been cooked over animal dung. Um, Strange series of events. But in all that, we're we're going to see that the Lord's trying to communicate to his people. And Mm -hmm. so as we read this, um, let's uh, dive in. Let's learn. Let's be encouraged. uh, Be built up. And so, Katie, before we read Ezekiel 4, uh, you mind praying for us? No, no, let's pray. Father, thank you that you have... um, You have chosen to communicate with your people. You have constantly, from the beginning, um, been present with your people. And um, unfortunately, because of our sin, we um, can no longer walk with you in um, the cool of the day, as as Genesis says um, about the garden. Um, Our sin has separated us from you, and um, it saddens our hearts when we truly meditate on that and think about it. Um, but God, you have continued to reveal your heart to us. You've continued to come to us and to, um, to walk with us in, in the way that we, that we can handle right now. And we just so look forward to the day we get to, um, see you face to face. But, um, father, thank you for your word in the meantime. Thank you that you can encourage us and, um, just continue to, to convict our hearts through your word. I pray that that would happen today and you'd meet us where we are. That's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel chapter four. It's the Lord speaking. Now, son of man, take a block of clay and put it in front of you and draw the city of Jerusalem on it. Then lay siege to it. Erect siege works against it. Build a ramp up to it. Set up camps against it and put battering rams around it. Then take an iron pan, place it as an iron wall between you and the city and turn and turn your face toward it. It will be under siege and you will besiege it. 
This will be a sign to the people of Israel. Then lie on your left side and put the sin of the people of Israel upon yourself. You are to bear the sin for the number of days your people for number of days you lie on your side. I have assigned you the same number of days as the years of their sin. So for 390 days you will bear the sin of the people of Israel. After you have finished this, lie down again, this time on your right side, and bear the sin of the people of Judah. I have assigned to you 40 days, a day for each year. Turn your face toward the siege of Jerusalem, and with bared arm prophesy against her. I will tie you up with ropes so that you cannot turn from one side to the other until you have finished the days of your siege. Take wheat and barley, beans and lentils, millet and spelt, put them in a storage jar, and use them to make bread for yourself. You are to eat it during the 390 days you lie on your side. Weigh out 20 shekels of food to eat each day, and eat it at the set times. Also measure out a sixth of the a sixth of a hen of a water and drink it at the set times. Eat the food as you would a loaf of barley bread. Break it in in the sight of the people, using human excrement for fuel, the Lord said. In this way the people of Israel will eat defiled food among the nations, where I will drive them. Then I said, Not so, sovereign Lord. I have never defiled myself from my youth until now. I have never eaten anything found dead or torn by wild animals. No impure meat has ever entered my body, my mouth. Very well, he said, I will let you bake your bread over cow dung instead of human excrement. He said, then he then said to me, son of man, I'm about to cut off the food supply in Jerusalem. The people will eat rationed food in anxiety and drink rationed water in despair. For food and water will be scarce. They will be applied at the sight of each other and will waste away because of their sin. Mm. So kind of, uh, you know, as someone, I, I was reading one, the guy, and he said, you know, if you ever think the Bible's boring, go read Ezekiel. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there are definitely just so many kind of vivid, kind of this public theater going on mm-hmm. with, with Ezekiel as he's trying to communicate to the people. And what you really see in chapter four is two scenes. We'll see a third scene tomorrow. But in one scene, we see him taking the clay, kind of forming and drawing out Jerusalem. And then we see someone laying siege to it. But we actually see it's not uh, any other enemy. It's actually the Lord laying Mm -hmm. siege against the people. And that's scene one. And scene two is as Ezekiel lies on the side. We see him kind of lying on the side for 390 days. One day for each year uh, for the people of Jerusalem, and then 40 days, one day for each year for the people of Judah. Uh, and really, the 390 years kind of represents that time where Solomon built the temple. And then 390 ish years later, um, about 587, the temple was destroyed. And then we also find a weird tidbit that apparently it's not unclean to cook food over the excrement <laughs> of an animal, but it is the excrement of a human. Mm-hmm. So there's a little Bible trivia for you. So, guys, as we're looking at Ezekiel 4, interesting passage. Um, what's standing out to you? What's grabbing you? If you have a question, I'll try to answer it. Yeah, I mean, this is just so surreal and um, just shows you the extent um, to which God 
is um, judging his people. I think it, to me, it's a, it displays a little bit more of the realistic, like the reality of these things happening. I think when we read a lot of these prophets, um, we're so distant from what happened that we don't see kind of the details of what happened, but we're seeing here the famine that's going to take place and um, just that, what that's going to mean for the people. And I mean, at the very end there, um, says son of man, I'm about to cut off the food supply in Jerusalem. The people will eat ration food in anxiety, drink rationed water in despair for food and water will be scarce. They'll be appalled at the sight of each other and will waste away because of their sin. I mean, it's, I mean, they're going to look like skin and bones and it's, it's going to be a really terrible sight for them and, and thing for them to go through. And it's because of their, their sin. And, um, so I think for me, just the, it's just vivid, um, reminder of the reality of what took place instead of just like, Oh, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be judgment or they're going to be exiled. Well, what did that look like for them? Um, makes me feel the weight of that a little bit more. Yeah. No, I mean, the Lord wants his people to flourish and thrive under his rule, under his reign, but the people have rejected him mm-hmm. and what's it leave them with judgment, anxiety, despair, um, so again, we see a very vivid glimpse of what it looks like to live apart, uh, from the way God desires to bless and rule over mm-hmm. his people. Yeah. And you know, this acting out by Ezekiel is really fascinating. I mean, thinking, even thinking about the food, you know, he, he tells them no impure meat has ever entered into my mouth, but you know, he's prophesying the siege of, of Jerusalem and, and he knows people are headed into exile where a lot of unclean foods are going to enter into the mouth of God's people. You know, not because God's unjust, but because indeed he is just and the people have continued to rebel against him. You know, so you get these images where Ezekiel's communicating the judgment of God um, because of their sins. You have him laying down on his side. And, you know, some, some have pointed out that that 390 years is about the same time of um, from Solomon's, the temple dedication you know, with Solomon to now. Uh, it's just been this perpetual rebellion of God's people against him. And, and so, you know, it's, this is the history of, of God's people as they are a sinful, rebellious mm-hmm. group and God's yeah. patience is wearing out. And you put it in its like context, right? Like we need to read it for what it is. And so one day Ezekiel just lies on the ground, mm-hmm. binds himself, and everyone's like, what is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. Like this is so weird. They come back the next day. He's still there. The next day, a week, a month, a like Dude, mm-hmm. and so again, the people, I mean, you would have to think they're seeing this and wondering what is going on. Yeah, and it's just this huge visual uh, of the binding of idolatry and slavery and the judgment of God to come. And so when we read this, you know, this is a message to the people. It's a warning to the people of what's to come. Not only do they have the fear of, of kind of the judgment of Yahweh, but also this fear of, of of the separation, this anxiety, this despair mm-hmm. that comes from that. And so the people find themselves in a very precarious situation, one that does not look very hopeful. And that's how Ezekiel gets to spend his first year of ministry, um, mm-hmm. laying on his side, not talking, and kind of non-verbally communicating the judgment of God yeah. to come. Not usually what most of us sign up for when it comes to ministry. <laughs> I think it's just, it's interesting to see that he was bearing the sin. So verse five, so for 309 days, you will bear the sin of the people of Israel. 
Um, and this is just a picture of someone bearing the sin of the people of Israel and how uncomfortable that would have yeah. been. And, um, and then of course it points us to, to yeah. the, the one who actually bore our sin, yeah. the weight of our sin. Um, and yeah, it just kind of gives you the reality, the reality of Jesus. Yeah. And isn't that, I mean, that's the great difference, right? Is Ezekiel late, you know, bears the weight here and really just it's, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, no atonement happens. Right. It's not actually substitutionary. Yeah. It's just a picture, right? It's just a point. It's a sign. It's pointing people to the judgment um, that will come upon them. But Jesus, it, it's actually atoning for our sin. Um, so I think that's an interesting <coughs> distinction to make. No. Um, and then I, I was reading, I know we're out of time, but um, in the notes in my Bible, it talked about how we wonder like, is that, is he doing this like 24 hours a day, seven days a week type thing? But the notes in my Bible say that it's, it's likely just something that he would, you know, do at the beginning of the day and till the end of the day and then actually like go home. But we don't know that. I don't know if that's true. That seems like a very, um, no, this was an intense suffering. This was an intense sacrifice for the people. And yet, it doesn't even come close to sacrifice that the greater mm -hmm. Ezekiel to come, Jesus would have for us. And so, a lot to learn, a lot to see in Ezekiel 4. We'll continue with kind of this third scene in Ezekiel 5 tomorrow. Before we get there, let me close us uh, with a moment of prayer. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you how all of it, um, even the odd passages, they point us to Christ. And so thank you for the hope that your scriptures give us, how in all the corners of scripture um, we can find Christ and we can find someone that relieves our anxiety and relieves our despair. And so we thank you for Christ. We praise all in his name. Amen. Amen. <laughs>